apocalyptic death like <laughs> what is this there's much more smoke than i anticipated we've just had down here like random small fires not wildfires like yeah a garbage truck somehow caught fire uh some restaurant caught fire jesus those are all minor issues but a lot of it was like lightning strikes so for people who aren't following the weather in california we had this unseasonably humid stretch of like four or five days which resulted in a whole bunch of thunderstorms but you know thunder and lightning in an area where it's in drought means that it's hitting like dry trees which obviously mm -hmm. is gonna cause fires I, I read somewhere that it was like 387 separate strikes of lightning Damn. Yeah, because I know they had in, in Northern California too, so cool. Cool yeah. and good. I hope we don't lose a town this time. <sighs> Jesus. <laughs> Sorry for the bummer. Well, my <laughs> husband is like, when we when we talk about the fires and I start to get like anxious about it, because this is a new experience for me. England's too wet for this kind of thing to happen. Right. He's like, oh, it's fine. It happens every year. And I'm like, how are you not worried about this? He's like, I'm more worried about flooding. And just the comparison in my brain, it, there is no comparison. Because flooding is like, yeah, the river broke its banks and now I can't go down this street. Oh, well, there's another route and you just walk a different way. Like fire is like, oh shit, oh God, this could go anywhere and at any time I could die. Like where you guys are, you are totally fine. You're in the oh, yeah. city and all that. It's just the air quality and and all that for a while yeah when i went to when we went to ireland last year we were talking about phobias because i did i refused to go to into uh what's it called the burial mound oh yeah mm, no i wouldn't go in there because yeah let's add claustrophobia to the <laughs> list of phobias i'm a functional adult you guys it's just uh, the market full of dead people and that's like yeah. two things i don't like <laughs> well i would have been fine if i was the last person but this this older gentleman insisted on being polite and was like, no, you go in, in front. And I'm like, no, I would like to go last, please. No, there is a definite reason I do not want to be in front of you. <laughs> also, he was like slightly larger than me or somewhat larger than me. So I was like, well, if he can fit, then I can fit. So I can just go behind <laughs> you as a comfort. But yeah, so then I, I was talking to the tour guide outside and she's like, well, you guys have fires. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know. But that, that is happened. the thing. It's like my husband used to get really freaked out when we went to my hometown and then there was flooding. And I'm like, no, it's fine. It's not getting any higher. Like, it's not raining anymore. Everything is good. I wonder if it's just being casually blase about environmental disasters is just a thing based on where you grow up. Because my yeah. hometown has two rivers and they flood about four times a year. It's not even a big deal. Yeah, I always love like, I have friends from all over the country and Canada and on Xbox Live. So I would be playing with them and I used to live closer to, I mean, I live close to a busy road now, but closer to a freeway. So if a semi went by, we'd be like, uh, truck or earthquake and <laughs> one time i was game. like oh hang on i think we had an earthquake and everybody's like oh my god are you okay do i need to call someone for you do you need to leave i'm like no we're in the middle of a of a competitive match i can't leave <laughs> now, that's kind of how i feel about earthquakes right now still is like oh shit oh god what is this <laughs> i don't like this at all give it a few more years. I don't, think I'll I'll get ever get used to I don't think I'll ever get used to it. It's not so much when the earthquake happens. It's like the half hour after that, where every tiny little weird feeling in your body, mm. you're like earthquake. Yeah, it's kind of like being on a boat for a while and then being on land and you're like, is this still moving? Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's just too much. I hate it. Good times. Well, welcome to Are You Serious? A Journey Through Bad Reddit Relationships. I am Morgan. I'm Esme. And wh what number are we on? Because We're on 23 again. 23 again. 
That's and exciting. we are experimenting with a new software that doesn't crash every Yay. 10 episodes. Yay. So I, it was nice for me because not only did I have less to edit this week, I also just didn't have to do any research. Yay. Um, <laughs> no I'm research. I'm just going to do the same ones. Although I do have one. So I was kind of going to put together like a teacher themed episode for back to school teacher slash parenting because okay. that seems to be cropping up a lot yep so i'll i'll let you pick on this first one okay. so if you remember i don't yeah, great <laughs> i can promise you i don't <laughs> okay so i'm gonna give you two titles and you pick the one they're they're parenting themed all right okay. am i the asshole for punishing my son after he said something racist okay or am i the asshole for encouraging my son to argue with his teacher oh let's do that one because that, i'm guaranteed <laughs> to be furious at this Oh, yeah. And I saved OP has many comments. They're arguing in the comments. Um, Fun. But, well, because a lot of people are agreeing with them. Um, But I just saved one because that's really, that's really all you need. So, okay. OP is 37. She's the mother. And the teacher is 22. Really? Oh, my God. That poor baby. I know. And her son is in kindergarten. What? Which for our international listeners is five years old. Yeah, that's like reception. That's what we call reception in, Eng- yes. in England. It's the first year of, of required school because in the US you can go to preschool, which is from the ages of about three to five. And that's two years. And then official school starts in kindergarten. I mean, basically it's just playing games with kids until they learn to write their names. So that's that's the level of like academic rigor we're talking about where this woman is convincing her child to argue with the teacher my my aunt was a kindergarten teacher for 40 years and she was very skilled at teaching scientific concepts um she would teach them like scientific the scientific method using strawberries um so she would be like okay strawberries do we think what happens when you put them in water do they sink or do they float and obviously strawberries float that's why you put them in champagne. Yeah. <laughs> As all adults know. Every adult knows this. <laughs> uh, so, you know, she had this like whole process and she taught them like the basics of scientific methods. So there is like, you have to be really creative. And obviously she learned that over the 40 years of teaching. She's retired now. You have to be but... very smart and very patient to be a kindergarten teacher because I, I could not, you could not pay me enough money to do that job. Yeah. There's this thing where high school and middle school and elementary school teachers are all like, I don't understand how you do it when we're talking to each other. It's like, I could never teach second grade. They're like, I could never teach 10th grade. Sounds sounds like an absolute nightmare. I'm very impatient and I can't, I can't stand repeating myself. So yeah, kindergarten would be hell. Oh yeah. All right. So I have a son in first grade. This happened last year when he was in kindergarten. My son is very bright. He can do long division, read at a fifth grade level and asks questions constantly. Okay. <laughs> Like, what five-year-old doesn't ask questions all the time? Like, oh, it's very, you can read at fifth grade level. I do not believe that. I don't, I don't believe it. I was uh, reading at a college level by the time I was in fifth grade. I do not believe a kindergartner can read at a fifth grade level. Not unless you've been trying to teach, like, kids don't have a concept of, uh, anyway, I'm not going to go into child brain development that I literally <laughs> no, just passed a test that. on. You're done with You don't have to do it I, anymore. I just passed a test on this. Please if you need to argue with me, argue with me on Twitter about this, but this is not possible. Just a really great student. Unfortunately, his teacher last year didn't like that he would correct her when she made mistakes. <sighs> and I would like to note that this person wrote when she mistakes. <laughs> I Fucking proofread if you're pretending to be all smart. I can't, can't get over this re- uh, fifth grade level thing. That That is boiling my blood. He would then argue with her about the answer. His teacher ended up emailing me wishing to discuss the arguing in person and I agreed and met her the next morning. She explained that my son's corrections had been increasingly rude and were undermining her. She also said that he would quote correct her when he was wrong i mean what do you expect he's just a child i told her that i wanted my child to stand up for himself and have productive and healthy arguments i am a lawyer so this is very important to me god 
I told her that I would practice healthy and respectful argument with him, but that I wouldn't have him stop questioning just because it made her insecure when a kindergartner was correct and she made a mistake. What? She was furious and let her insecurity get the best of her. She ended up requesting that my student be removed from her class due to, quote, family conflict with the instructor. I am still fuming over this. It is the school's job to teach students how to think and communicate, but they wanted my son to essentially, quote, sit down and shut up. Am I the asshole? Yes. <laughs> like, no child. Okay, I'm not saying that teachers don't make mistakes. I make mistakes all the time. But if a child corrects me and they're right, I expect them to do it in a polite way. Like, yes. the, the way that I teach my students to, to have those kinds of discussions is, if you think I've made a mistake, raise your hand and say, this, this, I'm not sure this is the correct answer. I will go and check it. I'll Google it. I'll go and find it out. And I will tell you what the answer is. Don't argue with me. I used to yeah. have kids argue with me about stuff that can't be changed, like spelling and meanings of words. <laughs> like I had a kid, oh my God, I remember this so vividly. I had a kid who was writing a um, a story and they used a, a word, I can't remember what the word was. They used a word in their story and it was, it's a homophone. So it has two different spellings that mean different things. And he'd written the wrong one in his story. And I said, well, that's a good word, but it's the wrong spelling. And he went, no, it isn't. I was like, oh my God, are we going to fight about this right now? He was like, that's, that's the correct spelling. I was like, no, it isn't. I'm going to get the dictionary and I'm going to, I'm going to show you, I'm going to read the definitions. And I actually had to get the dictionary, open it up and show him the word in the dictionary before he believed me yeah. that that was the correct spelling of the word. Before he believed me! Who's the one in this conversation with two degrees? Yo, so. make him be like, okay, there's a dictionary over there in that cabinet. You get up and you grab that dictionary and you look up that word. No, because he wouldn't do it because he believed he was right. I told him to get the dictionary and he wouldn't do it because he was like, no, this is the right spelling. This is the right one. <laughs> I was well, like, you I'm marking it down for spelling. What can I tell you? So, <laughs> no, I just humiliated him in front of the whole class. I made it a big public to do, which you're not supposed to do. That's like very bad teaching, but I was really frustrated and I was like, please don't make me do this again. If I'm telling you what a spelling is, it's right. Yeah, there's only so much patience that we have. And, and looking back, we can be like, yeah, I know I probably could have handled this better. But in the moment, it's very difficult. And it seems like this teacher, too, is very young, obviously. Lessa, oh, my God. She probably got her education her credential with her undergrad so maybe when that happens a lot of times the program doesn't have a lot of student teaching maybe a semester as one class as opposed to if you go through a separate credential program you can either have a full year or a year and a half right. of student teaching that's literally her first ever class yeah of course she's going to be insecure. I feel insecure when I get up in front of a classroom of kids. And I've been doing this for five years now. Like, to, yeah. to, to berate a woman for not being confident in front of a class when she's never done it before come on yeah and i've i've definitely had those kids who are like but wait isn't it this like really loud and rude and yeah. like sometimes they mean well sometimes they're intentionally disrupting the class so that you don't get through as much right. material and you won't have as much work to do like kids who are like this is against the geneva convention <laughs> you can't stop me going to the bathroom i'm like okay get out a copy of the geneva convention and point out exactly where it says your teacher can't prevent you from going to the bathroom in the middle of class i'll wait <laughs> that frustrates me no end yeah i do remember having a couple of kids who just like they need to be the center of attention yeah especially in like eighth or ninth grade before that's like shamed out of them by their peers yeah i don't mind if a kid is actually teaching me something that i yes. didn't previously know that's fine but when they're deliberately trying to be like oh i know more than the teacher aren't i smart it's like dude you're not here to be if you want to teach the class, go ahead and teach the class. I don't care. I got loads of other stuff to do. But yeah, it's and you know that that's not just part of their personality. That is something they've learned from the people who have brought them up at home. Oh, absolutely. The fact that this mother is a lawyer tells me absolutely everything I need to know. <laughs> Yeah, she's she's probably I mean, she is. She said it in her post that she's encouraging it. And you shouldn't a teach. This is a really difficult thing to talk about because parents don't seem to understand that the people who do the majority of the parenting between the ages of five to 18 are the child's teachers. So the child should be treating the teacher at all times as a person 
of some kind of status, right? That is not what happens at all. Kids see teachers as lower than dirt. Yeah, I would bet because she's a lawyer, she thinks that she's like better, knows better right. than a kindergarten teacher, especially the age difference. Yeah. So kids think they can just treat teachers however they want. What's really going to happen to them? What can I actually do to a child that's going to punish them? Nothing. I can call their parents. But it's like, if the parents aren't willing to do something about it, that's the extent of my uh, kind of power. Yeah. We have to rely on the parents to follow through, especially like we teach teenagers. The right. number one disciplinary tool that you have, if you have a teenager, is their cell phone. Right. Take away the cell phone. I don't understand how parents are like, well, I can't take it away because then they can't call me so I can pick them up from school. Hey, guess what? School lets out at the same time every day. Also, the school office has phones. Yes. Like, if it was that important, the kid could go to the office and call home from the office. Like, I, this is a, a concept that children don't even understand. They have a person at the front right. desk whose job it is to, to, to do this. kids with the, Yeah. Um, and then the other problem we have is, depending on the parents' experience of their school years, depends on how they tell their children to behave at school and how they back up what teachers are saying when they call home. Yeah. If the parent had a horrible school life, they're going to be like, oh, I don't care what that teacher says. You just keep doing what you do. Even if they don't say it in so many words. Whereas if the parent had a positive experience, they're going to ask their child to behave in a positive and respectful way towards the teacher. And the vast majority of people, shock horror, did not have a great time at school. Yeah, especially, you know, people older than us. I, I'm listening to a podcast right now about how kids were treated horribly as I mean, now they're treated horribly, but, you know, in the 70s, they were still oh, allowed yeah. to hit kids. Mm -hmm. My mom got, yeah, there was corporal punishment at my mom's school and my dad's. Yeah, my dad went to a Catholic elementary school and as a left-handed person, he uh, got hit a lot because they did not want him to write with his left hand. The devil's hand. Yes, that's why. Uh, so pharmacy fact. Have I mentioned on this podcast I used to be a pharmacy? Yeah, previously at one point, yeah. <laughs> sure. So uh, the shorthand for left eye mm -hmm. is OS, which means sinister because it's the left side. Mm -hmm. And then right is OD, which has the same root as in Spanish, derecha is right. Right. So. In, in the old Latin, that's the word sinister comes from uh, Latin for left, which is sinistra. I'm also a lefty, so so I'll take it sounds sounds rad i would love to have witch hands be badass anyway this parent is an asshole the kid is gonna grow up to be an asshole and it's not even his fault yes there's two outcomes here either this kid is going to grow up being a smug dick to all of his teachers <sighs> or he is going to grow up to be shamed so much by his peers that he's gonna start to be embarrassed of his mom and be like mom why do you have to embarrass me in front of the teacher like that's the two outcomes i see happening here People, teaching does not pay enough for you to treat teachers with that level of disrespect. Oh, I forgot to read the comment I saved. Hang on. Uh, yeah, please do. <laughs> uh, this person got downvoted heavily, but they said not the asshole, but be prepared. She's not the last teacher he's going to have like this. You should look into other opportunities for your son because you don't want him to be bored and acting out in class. And OP said, I know I'm really dreading this year with remote learning. He isn't going to get what he needs at all. And I'm afraid that if I bring it up, the teacher is going to snap about how teachers are, quote, so stressed, blah, blah, blah. Oh, my God. Okay, true story. I've been working since 7.30 this morning on a Sunday, trying to get grades and lesson plans into the distance learning software for my kids. I don't get paid for Sundays. Nope. And if I do, I'm definitely getting paid more, less than minimum wage. So mm -hmm. it's not like this is optional work that I'm doing. This is work I have to do. Otherwise, people are going to be mad at me. Like, yeah. <sighs> I, I was also doing work this morning. Not as, not as much but yeah and i still have work to do when i finished the podcast because i had a migraine on friday afternoon Aww. and couldn't complete my work did you have to meet with kids on friday yeah but luckily my migraine hit like just as class was ending my last class was ending how nice of it i know so i just went right to bed but i had so much grading to do and yeah i have been dreaming about the distance learning software for three nights now oh god yeah please leave your teachers alone <laughs> We're so tired. I'm exhausted. And like, I'm at that point of being stressed where I don't even feel stressed anymore. Yeah. I'm just doing stuff. 
and yeah. thoughts keep popping into my head and I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll deal with that in a minute. <laughs> I have a, in another, so I have one window open with all the podcast stuff and then I have another window open with all the school stuff. Uh, mm -hmm. And I have like 15 messages from students since Friday. Um, <laughs> oh several of them are from the same student who is dealing with uh, an issue <laughs> with her specific software totally fine but a lot of them are like when is this due blah blah how do i get to this and it's like but i told you that i had a student argue with me last week about how i didn't explain the worksheet enough and didn't give the directions so i was like okay so here's where i put the directions on the worksheet here's where i put the directions on the google slides presentation and here's where i put the directions on the google classroom assignment all explained in different ways and he's like okay i'm sorry i'm just really stressed out it's like okay well Everybody's maybe don't be a dick out. about it because that's gonna make you more stressed out like honestly the best thing parents can do right now for their kids and for their teachers is to I I know that everybody's working and busy and everything, but just take 10 minutes every day to have a look at your kids' assignments and make sure they understand the questions. Because I promise you, I've explained that assignment to them three times, but they just didn't listen. Yes. So they, there are ways for them to figure out how to do the assignment. I've posted the instructions. It's not rocket science. There's not a secret that I'm trying to keep from them. It's not a test. Like you need to read that with your kid and go, do you understand this? Yes okay, then do it. And if it's not done, then I don't understand why. Like that takes 10 minutes every day. Please do that. <laughs> also, you can have your student add you as a guardian on Google Classroom and they'll send you a summary of their assignments. Also true. Every week. Uh, anyway, okay, so <laughs> we're going to go off on several tangents about teacher stuff if we don't move on. Anyway, yeah, this parent's the asshole. The kid is becoming an asshole. It's not his fault. That poor teacher. Yes. She tried to get him moved into a different class or get, get him moved actually up a grade. But because distance learning happened in spring, she wasn't able to make that happen. And it's like... The thing I can see happening in this situation is she's going to continue insisting that he's the brightest thing since Einstein. And by third grade, he's going to realize how much he doesn't understand and he's going to tank. Yeah. And then it's all going to be the teacher's fault because when he was in kindergarten, he was reading at a fifth grade level. There's a reason why they don't skip grades very often. And it's because kids are at a certain level developmentally at a certain age. Like I knew a kid who actually did skip a grade. He skipped first grade uh, and then he got held back in fourth grade because he didn't have the skills. Like the it was a social thing. Right. And anyway. <sighs> okay. Be moving nice on. Everybody. <laughs> Just be nice. Now my brain is like melted ice cream, so. Mush. Um, okay, so OP is 35. Her husband is 37. And they have three kids who are, the youngest is about one. Oof. That's, that's all that really matters. Am I the asshole for being angry at my husband for spending my tummy tuck money? No. <laughs> my husband and I have been together for just over 11 years. We have three beautiful children. Before we were engaged, we talked about having babies. I said I always wanted to be a mom, but I will be getting the mommy makeover package after I'm done. This is a tummy tuck and possible breast lift. I was very clear that I would want us to start saving as soon as I was pregnant with the first baby. First pregnancy hits and it hits hard and true to our promise, we start saving. After my first child was born, we found out my abdominal muscles had separated and needed to be repaired surgically. Oof. This is essentially a tummy tuck. Since giving birth to my first, I have experienced horrible back pain and back spasms due to the separation, but we wait and had two more babies. Why? I know, I can't. Oh God, I can't even. My youngest is almost one year old, so I brought up the surgery to my husband. He asked me if I was sure I wanted the surgery. Lol, yes, I am very sure. He asked me why I want it, which I found insane since I have been talking about it for eight years straight. I told him one, I look pregnant all the time due to the separation and I mm. hate it. It makes me feel awful and sad. And two, the pain was getting unbearable even with therapy. Well, he tells me I'm being very vain and that he doesn't think I should have it. He completely ignored the pain part. I started to get confused and asked to see the account where it's being saved. To clarify, we both we are both on this account, but it was never linked to my online banking. I saw the balance last month at $15,000. He became silent and left the house. I was very confused, so I called up the bank. They told me the account had under 1K left. <laughs> I burst into hysterical tears and called my husband. He answered and didn't say anything. I unload on him about being portrayed by the person I trust most in the world. 
and ask where the hell the money went. He said he was under a lot of stress with the kids. I am a stay-at-home mom and do everything. Oh, absolute bullshit. So he wanted to treat himself and bought a computer for his office. For $15,000! I told him not to come home, and he hasn't yet. The thing is, he's an excellent daddy ugh, and husband. <laughs> <laughs> and this is very out of the blue. It's made me so upset that I texted him I wanted a divorce since I seem to not matter. You're damn right, it's theft. He texted me back saying no divorce, but it was his money anyway. This what? has damaged us to the level I never thought we could get to. My mother-in-law called me and told me to kick him out, but my own family, especially my mother, is saying she's very disappointed in me and thinks I am vain and shallow. I just want to look normal and play with my babies with no pain. Am I the asshole? No. Like, initially, you could be forgiven for thinking that she is incredibly vain, right? It's like, oh, I'm gonna, I want to have babies, but then I want a tummy tuck and a breast lift. Like, that is like, okay, fine. You do what you want to do if it's going to make you happy, sure. But mm, it's kind of an unnecessary use of money. But her abdominal muscles have separated. She needs yeah. the surgery anyway. So it's gone from a cosmetic issue to a medical issue. And there is absolutely no reason why she shouldn't be allowed to do this. And he always knew about it, right? Yeah. It's not like she's just turned around and said, hey, I want this. But even if she had with the medical situation she's got right now, he should be like, yes, dear, I don't want you to be in any pain. Go ahead. Well, and what I also noticed this time is that she said this before they were even engaged. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So first of all, she was very upfront about this. She says later that she made more money than him before she became a stay-at-home <sighs> I hate that. It's my money anyway, bullshit. As soon as you're married, everything you own is joint by law. So it doesn't matter who ate the cheesecake and who ate the chocolate cake because it's all coming from the same pool of money. And also like uh, her first reason, she says, I look pregnant all the time due to the separation and I hate it. And it's like, if you have such a hit to your self-esteem, even if it wasn't a medical issue, right? and that was what you wanted and you had planned that for a long time and you can afford it then that is totally fine. Do what you want to do. Absolutely. Especially if it's wrecking your mental health so much that you want to cry about it every day. Yeah. And and going through two more pregnancies. Oh, God, I don't know how she did that. Mm -mm. <laughs> oh, I don't know how she went through one, but that's a completely separate issue. She edits twice. So edited to add. Uh, he said he thought I didn't want it anymore since I haven't talked about it in a few months. And he thought oh, I'd shit. never realize. In a few months, but the money was there a month ago. Yeah. So this is the other thing I can't get my head around. Nobody's computer costs $14,000. Yeah. Not unless it's making sandwiches for you and singing and dancing in the morning. Like, there is no computer that you are going to put in your house that is going to cost that much money. You could try. You'd have to really try to get a computer to cost $14,000. The most bullshit lie I ever heard. And when he's like, oh, I'm stressed out about the children. Well, she's stressed out about the children because she goddamn stays at home with them and she's in pain and it's her body that's been wrecked. So shut your fucking mouth. Yeah. So then she says, he has seen me struggle with the pain for years and has taken me to every therapy appointment. Also, the money was transferred to his sole account. I have one too for fun money. We transfer the equal amounts to each of us when we can. I cannot see the transactions after the transfer. And then she also edits second time saying, reading the comments after only 30 minutes of this post, being up has made me realize what an idiot I am. Thank you for everyone for educating me on computers and prices. I guess that's it. Yeah. And, and I mean, there's, there's a lot of issues going on there with the husband, but the first is nobody should be hiding money from anyone else in a relationship. The only reason why somebody should be, well, not should be, would be hiding money is if they have some kind of crippling addiction or debt, whether that's gambling or drugs or whatever. So that in itself is is a problem. Oh, he's so cowardly. I just, oh. I think too that the fact that it was steadily saving up, saving up, saving up, and then just disappeared. All at once. Yeah, shows yeah. that it's not like an ongoing issue. Right. Because why would it all of a sudden be gone? It would kind of just be an overtime thing if it was gambling or drugs or something. Right. But that's just, uh. someone. Uh, someone says like, you should divorce him and, you know, pay for it with the money you get 
from the divorce. And she says, thank you. I'm so angry that I'm considering selling one of our cars to fund it specifically his yeah do it like this oh it's my money bullshit is the thing that really irritates me about this post it's not your money if you had it earmarked for something else it's like the college fund right yeah if you already had it earmarked for something else there was a name to that fund right then it is not your money that money is for that specific thing unless otherwise stated so yeah, he stole from her, essentially. Yeah, would he be behaving the same way if this surgery was gonna, like, actually save her life? Is is the other question we have to ask. Ugh. And, like, yeah, she doesn't care about her quality of life. Like, right. this is clearly a real dumbass move. <laughs> oh, stressed. Well, I've got, like, literal muscle wastage in my body, so... From giving you children. <laughs> Okay, so here's her third edit, and then she has a full update. Mm. Edit three. He texted me, I'm so sorry, honey. I lost my mind for no reason at all. When I married you, I said in sickness and in health, and I broke that promise. The money is sitting in my account still, and I will move it back tomorrow morning as soon as I can. We talked about the recovery time for surgery and the time I needed to take off to watch the kids and run the house. It has made me panic a great deal, so I moved it thinking you wouldn't mind me spending it and we'd just save up again. I did it out of panic and frustrations, and I did not expect you to find out so soon. I planned on returning it and telling you what I did and why. I understand if you want a divorce and to leave me behind. I am staying with Nathaniel tonight, sweetheart. Rest and I will fix it all tomorrow, I promise you. You will have the surgery you wanted. I am a selfish, stupid man, and I hope you can forgive me end quote well yeah the end bit <laughs> but, but like oh i moved it because i like <sighs> yeah and then she says for the first time in my relationship with this man i don't believe a fucking word he wrote he always told me it had i had it easy not working and now he's <laughs> saying he can't handle a week in my shoes i feel ice cold towards my husband and it is a sick feeling my dad and aunt a police officer are coming to stay the night i will think long and hard about this relationship and everything i read here Thank you, everyone. I think that concludes this post. It's just such a bullshit non-apology. Like, oh, I was stressed and I freaked out, so I stole your money and I was going to give it back to you. Yeah, right. Uh, <sighs> I think it, I don't think it's necessarily a non-apology. The problem is that the bulk of it, the first two thirds of this is here is why I did it. But then he also adds, I will make it right. And I'm an idiot. <laughs> that's that's why for me it's a non-apology because an apology shouldn't be about you it should be about the person who you've wronged yeah so going off about this is how i was feeling and this is why i did it is like yeah and that that doesn't that doesn't negate what you did he could have just said i'm really sorry the money's in my account i'm gonna give it back to you i will explain everything tomorrow but i am sorry from the bottom of my heart and i'm gonna fix it that's an apology <laughs> yeah i get what you're saying and i understand that she asked for a divorce and he said no so that's why he says the line i understand if you want a divorce right. and to leave me behind but a lot of times when people say that like it's okay just leave me mm -hmm. it's like self-pity it's okay if you want to hurt me for this you know it makes it's like guilt tripping them yeah it's very me 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 that apology that's why i can't i can't abide it yeah so um Okay, here's the full update. Um, I think she goes to relationship advice, or I, I, she, this might be a comment. It's cut, the screenshot's cut off, but it says at the top, I tried to update on Am I the Asshole, but the mod said it was too early. Okay. Hi, everyone. Before I update, blah, blah, blah. Thank you. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Uh, for the update. <laughs> they always do a paragraph. For the update. I got the money back the same day. It's sitting Hooray. in my sole account ready to go. Thank you to everyone who messaged me with information about the procedure. It was so stinking helpful. I now have a realistic timeline set and realistic understanding about recovery. Now, as I was reading and replying to comments, I was getting more and more engrossed in my anger. When my dad arrived, I think he saw I was turning absolutely rabid. He took my phone, turned it off, and told me to take a minute and breathe. Smart. I sat for hours thinking about what everyone said and finally realized how out of character this was and that something was deeply wrong. I finally went to sleep. Around 3 a.m., I woke up, grabbed my phone, and told my husband to get his ass home. When he arrived, he walked in straight for me and hugged me. We hugged for a good five minutes. After that, he apologized and we both cried. 
When he finally gave his side of the story, I was dumbfounded. He said he took the money because, one, he was afraid that I was going to get seriously injured and die during the surgery and be alone. Two, that I would be way out of his league afterwards and leave him. Three, I'd see what a crappy husband and father he was when he had to run the household and that our kids would love him less. All in all, a big mental breakdown. I understood where he was coming from, but I was, and still am, royally pissed off. I told him if he needed surgery for his back one day, which is very possible, and was in a lot of pain, how would he feel if I said he couldn't have it because of insert flimsy selfish excuse that has nothing to do with him? Damn right. He didn't have an answer for that and just kept apologizing. So yeah. Yeah. Like no excuse there. Like that's good. While the things that he says are like valid fears, they are all about his perception of himself not about her right and the whole thing about the money is that it was meant to be for her it's not something he can dangle on the end of a thread for when he's feeling insecure and sad if he's had a mental breakdown that is terrible and he does need to get help and therapy for that but at the same time you know this conversation could have been had before he made a dumb fuck decision and moved the goddamn money yeah Uh, I told him I would be contacting my old friends from work and looking for a job to make my own money since what he earns is apparently his. He broke down in tears again after that, but I was too angry again to address it. I told him to log into his banking account right now or I would never trust him again. We logged in and he printed out last year's worth of transactions. I recognized 90% of them. The rest was just random Amazon, Walmart, and PlayStation purchases and so on. I told him to log into his credit history profile. He only has our joint accounts and his sole account. My mind was put to ease. The next day I contacted my old firm and was surprised to find out my friend was the senior manager of the department. I trained him. (laughs) We chatted for a bit and he said if I get my certifications up to date by the end of the year, he would have a role for me by earlier to mid 2021. I used to be a forensic accountant back in the day and I loved my job. Damn. I'm very excited about this possibility after i told my husband he was very sad he told me he wants to get a post-nup where it says if we divorce i would get more than 50 percent of all assets everything is in our joint names he said he couldn't ever make it up to me but he hopes that would give me peace of mind to choose to go back to work or to continue staying home i'll have to think about it as a side note my salary would be higher than his again and i'm currently taking great joy in telling him all the things i can do with my money petty i know lol i'm working on it damn right like if he's gonna use that as an excuse you need to pull that out (laughs) yeah yeah you get to be a little petty after that kind of thing we have a lot of work to do for our marriage now but i'm happy to report we aren't divorcing anytime soon he is profoundly sorry and i am slowly accepting it i do regress here and there admittedly we are signed up for couples therapy in a few weeks time i can't picture my life without his stupid face in it and i am hoping for the best so thank you reddit for all your support and love satisfying edit forgot to mention that my mother showed up on the night we were fighting to apparently scold me i guess but my dad opened the door and tore into her i did not know this but my mother has had a few procedures done herself (laughs) my aunt and dad told her off good and she left screaming like a banshee we haven't spoken since and i think i'll be taking some space from her jeez okay it is it reminds me of something that um carrie fisher once said about hollywood was that men are allowed to age gracefully but women aren't allowed to age Mm -hmm. which is like completely true and you see it in in mostly other women talking to other women yeah which is just terrible because if something is making you feel bad like affecting your mental health about your body first you need to talk to somebody about it secondly if having that procedure is going to make you feel so much better about your life and it's not going to harm anybody i don't see what the problem is really yeah Yeah. so i feel like he I mean, obviously he made a big mistake. Oh yeah. Um, but I feel like he so far has shown he is committed to making it right and yeah. is respecting her process. Yeah, they've made the right steps. Yeah. She says she's slowly accepting it. Like, yeah, that's fine. You take your time to get over that, obviously. Yeah. And then therapy is good he you know she was like okay you need to do this right now and he was like yes i will i will sign into my accounts you know yeah he accepted responsibility for what had happened which you know is better than his non-apology can you imagine if he had signed into his credit score and someone had stolen his identity and no. account? <laughs> oh god that would oh, be shit no oh. i swear no this isn't me i haven't been to vegas <laughs> That would be Ugh. really funny. Oh God! Uh, yeah, Some sitcom bullshit. Yeah. So I'm, and you know, we've said before. Obviously, forgiveness is 
something that is earned it is not something mm. that you are guaranteed and it's a process like grief and yeah. it takes different amounts of time so yeah so i i think they're gonna be okay as long as he is committed and also i think the therapy will go be good because obviously he has communication issues yes um, and like all it is okay to have irrational fears like the number two was his worry that i would be way out of his league afterwards and leave him that's like okay to have that fear even though it's not rational it's a very common fear as well i think yeah uh you just need to make sure that you're not acting on that and taking it out on your spouse which he did which mm -hmm. is not good <sighs> And, like, the fact that he is afraid to run the household and take care of the kids for that's two weeks. That's insane to me. That's a problem. You need to you need to start stepping up there. Especially, I think she should get a job just for that reason. Right. So that he has to step up a little bit and it's more equal. If you helped to make the kids, you helped to raise the kids. And like just because you're a stay-at-home mom doesn't mean you never get a day off. Right. Everything that entails. So, the cleaning, the laundry, making their dinner, taking them to sports practice, like, whatever that is, you need to be pulling your weight. Even if you've worked a 12-hour day. <sighs> Good times. Uh... <laughs> Drunk babysitter? Yeah, yeah, let's do we'll do drunk babysitter. Because this one's very short. Okay, so OP is 37. Her husband is not specified. <laughs> her babysitter is 16, and her kids are four and eight. Am I the asshole for firing my babysitter for getting drunk on the job? Oh, just wait, guys. <laughs> <laughs> the misleading title of misleading titles. It really is. You would think, no. But just wait. The lead is so deeply buried that it's pretty much touching magma in the center of the Earth's <laughs> core. My babysitter has been babysitting for me for about two months. She's a very sweet and quiet girl that is good with the kids. We've only had small problems here and there, but nothing major at all. When she first started babysitting for me, I had asked her if there were any drinks or snacks that she'd like me to keep at the house. As she's here from 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. every day monday through saturday that's just for those playing along at home that is 60 hours a week how long has she been babysitting for them again two months two months for a four-year-old and a seven-year-old oh jeez four and eight but yeah same same difference same i mean they're, they're <laughs> under 13 they can't look after themselves yeah so she mentioned that she really liked seltzer water and i had bought them for the first month but honestly i forgot after a while and never kept any in the fridge shame a few days ago, I bought hard seltzers for me and my husband and didn't think anything of it. A little bit after 2 p.m., she messaged me that she wasn't feeling well and thought that she might have to go home early if it was possible if I could get off from work earlier. I asked her to try and hold out until the end of the day. Not too long after, she called me crying, saying that something was wrong and that she had to go home. She was drunk, clearly. She drank the hard seltzers. Well, of course she did! I told her to leave and she walked home. She walked home. She messaged me the next day and said that she now knew that hard seltzers were alcohol and that she hadn't known she'd never drank before as both of her parents were alcoholics and she has diagnosed PTSD regarding <sighs> alcohol. She God. never planned on drinking in general. I told her not to come back as she put my children in danger. <sighs> no, lady. You put all those children in danger. Yeah. The 16-year-old, yeah. the 8-year-old, and the 4-year-old. Shame on you. She called me crying and saying that she didn't know that she cared deeply about my children and would never ever drink with them or at all, and that she needs the money to pay for her driver's permit. She comes from a not-so-well-off family. I told her to find a real job, <laughs> and that it wasn't my fault she got drunk, except it is. Except it's 100% your fault she got drunk. My husband says I'm being very rude, and that she did try to reach out when she wasn't feeling well. My kids are upset to see her go. So, Reddit, am I the asshole? Uh, yes! Like, 100%. Let us count the ways. <laughs> Label the food in your fridge. Like, yeah, it is your fault. When I used to babysit, the, the people I used to babysit for were like family friends, so I'd known them my literal entire life. And even then, they still took me to the fridge and said, you can have this, this, and this. There's 20 quid on the counter for a pizza if you don't want to eat the frozen pizza. There's Coca-Cola for you. There's ice cream. Help yourself to these things, but yeah. nothing else. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, okay. How long does that take? Five minutes. Leave a note. Put a post-it note on them. Do anything so that this poor 16-year-old child does not accidentally drink White Claws. Yeah, and like, just, I hope that this child is, and she's not, like, this is not a thing that's happening. She should be pre-making 
three meals a day. Absolutely. For all three children Mm -hmm. and leaving them in easy to heat up and prepare containers but this person doesn't seem that considerate and especially like like if she's there for 10 hours a day she should first of all be getting three meals at yeah this oh yeah maybe not breakfast because she gets there at nine but well labor laws dictate that after four hours you get a lunch break and that's 10 hours so that's two breaks so she should be yeah she should be providing that she's violating labor laws with a minor and she is paying her 100 dollars a week <laughs> That is a dollar sixty an hour. God fucking damn it. You can't take advantage of young people like that. Just because they're teenagers does not mean that their time is less valuable than anybody else's. And you should be paying at least minimum wage. And you, at most uh, daycares charge per child. So she should be paying her minimum wage per child. Especially if she's not providing meals. Yeah. And like, she, yeah, and she, okay, great. The only good thing that she's ever done in this scenario is saying, hey, would you like some snacks or drinks? Like, that's literally it. But then she forgot. She forgot after a month. So for a month, she was given her drinks and snacks. And then she was like, ah, it doesn't even matter. Like, how do you forget when someone is in your house for 60 hours a week? And they're practically living with you. Yeah. And then she walked home. This, the whole kind of, she's from a not well family and both her parents were alcoholics. And, and she allowed this child who'd never been drunk and has PTSD to walk home by herself, not knowing what's wrong with her. So awful. It just shows how little thought she puts into her in general, that she stopped buying her seltzers and then bought hard seltzers, didn't tell her about it, and then didn't make the connection until until the second phone call and obviously this child's not trying to pull anything on you she called no, you she twice. called yeah uh, uh, that would have been terrifying i can't imagine how frightened she was she better be paying for this kid's therapy honestly yeah so she <laughs> she has two edits edit number one okay guys i'm the asshole i see it now thank you i'll hire her again well yeah that's the very least you should be doing edit two i will pay her fifteen hundred dollars a week from now on and pay for her permit and test as well as her license test hell yeah so apparently she only needs her for uh two or three more weeks but like let's do some math so what's what's uh california minimum wage i'm gonna get that calculator out i think it's ten dollars right now ten fifty okay so we're gonna do 10 times 2 is 20 so really she should be getting 20 dollars oh, 12 right now oh damn 12 okay so 24 dollars times 60 hours a week yeah she should be being paid 1440 dollars a week so yeah that's about right so okay so then she did she did two months which is eight weeks for $100 a week, so that's $800. She's owed $10,720. Jeez. Like, I can't can't fathom this woman saying, well, go get a real job if you want to be paid. Hey, guess what? Childcare is a real job. Childcare is a real job. Childcare is labor. Now I'm curious. So I'm gonna, I'm just gonna calculate how much I'd be being paid if I was <laughs> being paid as a babysitter per yes. hour. Our contractual limit is 176 children. For 30 children per class. Okay, times five. Okay, that's per day. Yeah, my Time. per day is $12,672. Seven. Okay, I should be getting $12,600 a week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Love it. Uh, and I can tell you, I'm not getting 12 <laughs> I'll gladly pay taxes on that amount. <laughs> How many weeks of school do we do? 36? I oh, man. I'd be earning $453,000 a year. Hell yes. That should be starting. Because that's just minimum wage. That's minimum wage. Well, I, I will tell you, Rita, I get 10% of that. <laughs> wow. Good times. Uh, Good times. Yeah. So that's that story. <laughs> wow. I, I just can't fathom someone being that callous. I can't imagine how selfish you would have to be to think that was okay. Any of that situation was okay. Like, it's almost like she thinks, oh, as long as someone's there, then it doesn't really matter. Yeah, and like how much you don't care about your kids. What did you do when you told her to leave and she walked home? Did you leave your four and eight-year-old at home by themselves? How many hours was she? Yeah, and it's almost like she thinks that because this kid comes from a not well-off background that she doesn't deserve basic human decency. 
Oh, absolutely. That's what she believes. Also, six days a week, it is likely, because she's married, so it's a two-parent household, so it is likely that OP does not work six days a week. So that means that she probably just wants a babysitter for one day a week (sighs) so that she can do whatever. I hate this woman. She's awful. Absolutely awful. Like, oh, will you look after my kids while I go on a lunch date with my husband? for one dollar sixty an hour yeah and even like when i was a kid it was like seven bucks an hour i used to get um i think i used to get 10 10 quid an hour it was lucrative yeah it was babysitting was a lucrative business yeah i never babe well i babysat one time and it was the worst bought all of my van's sneakers with my uh nice. <laughs> babysitting money so uh okay dead donkey time let's get that do you want me to read it i see how you're already <laughs> So last week, I started trying to read this and I couldn't because it was too English. This feeds into my very specific skill (laughs) set. Just like it's the most English thing I've I've read and and you guys will see what I mean when we start reading it. The gentleman who has written this post uh, is from the north of England where I'm from. So, uh, but the way that he writes is uh, exactly how they speak. (laughs) So I'm gonna, um, my accent is likely gonna get stronger just by virtue (laughs) of uh, of the slang that he's using. Am I the asshole for telling my sister's kid they can stay with me if they want and poisoning them against her? Uh... <laughs> it's again one of those ones where it's like, mm-hmm. now the, the accent comes out in the very first sentence. <laughs> I literally got two sentences in and I was like, I can't do this. Sorry. <laughs> oh, I, it was the first sentence. Yeah. Vocabulary instruction uh, purposes. The word out in Northern uh, England does not mean outside. It means anything. <laughs> Apologies if I get out wrong here. I probably fall into the too old for Reddit category, but my daughter has mentioned this board before. Hire if you see this cat. And I thought it might be a good place to come with this situation. I really fail to see how I am any kind of arsehole here, but enough folk have said so that maybe I'm missing something. Me and my sister have never really got on, if I'm honest. I'll admit I was a right toe rag tear away in my youth, and she was very straight-laced and quite conservative. She disapproved of a lot of my lifestyle choices, and honestly, I just thought she was a bit wet. Our relationship for a long time was basically civil when we have to see each other, but don't make any effort outside of that. Things change when she had kids. Her eldest and my middle are the same age and get on really well, so we kind of put our differences aside for the kids' sake. My sister's youngest, 16, recently came out as non-binary. Now, I'm an old fart and I won't pretend I fully understand it, although I have been reading and learning. I just know that the kid has asked to be called by a different name and for us to use they and them pronouns. And that's easy done in my book. As far as I'm concerned, they're still the same person they've always been. We just call them something different now. Their mom, unfortunately, doesn't really agree. She absolutely refuses to use they and them pronouns, uses kids' death name all the time, and keeps saying that it's just a silly face. They rang me on the FaceTime the other day, absolutely beside themselves about it saying they don't feel safe or comfortable at home anymore and I'm the only family member who has really been supportive and open to them coming out. I said if that's the case, then they feel unwelcome at their home. I'm more than happy for them to come and stay with me. I said they didn't have to tolerate their mum misgendering them constantly and that it isn't right for her to do so. I suppose they mentioned it to their mum because she rang me all guns blazing talking about me encouraging silly childish behaviour and how I shouldn't be going along with their pretend games. She even got our mum and dad and her oldest involved and they agree with her with dad throwing in comments about how I'm poisoning my sister's kids against her. What I'm saying here is, did I say the wrong thing? I don't think I did, but as I say, with my sister and nephew and parents all telling me that I did, I'm starting to second guess myself. Ta. <laughs> I like how he, he signs his post. Ta. Ta means thank you. Um, so, <sighs> Uncle Red. Uncle Red, yes. What a lad. Uncle Red has read it is his uh, game... Absolute lad, Uncle Red. I see that you're um, highlighting some. <laughs> yes, I, I highlighted my vocabulary. So from context okay. clues, I can tell that Torag Tearaway means like a like a bit of a wild child. Yeah, and then a bit wet just means like a wet blanket. Yeah, yeah, fun. yeah. And then I also highlighted death names. That's just adorable. Like he, he says he doesn't understand it, but then is like, he's trying his best. He's, he's doing research. So like for those who don't know, just in case it's dead name, not death name, but it's very cute that he tried. <laughs> he's trying very hard and he's doing absolutely the right thing. Um, <laughs> for, for those who don't know, um, the North of England is traditionally um, very, very working class. 
people who are working class in England tend to be more, I'm not going to say conservative because they're not really conservative. They, they vote for the party in England, which is considered to be quite liberal, but they do not have incredibly liberal views. By the sounds of what's going on here, I mean, this guy, he says he's from Manchester, which is a huge um, metropolitan area. By the sounds of what's going on here, I think the parents are probably, they probably fall into that more conservative working class category, um, especially if the parents are, that the, their mom and dad are also in the same boat. It sounds like Uncle Red has uh, learned some liberal views as yeah. he's been reforming, reforming himself and he, uh, he wants to do the right thing. Case in point, his research has pointed him to Chaucer. <laughs> <laughs> Which I love. Yeah, because the comments, there's a lot of good comments. There's a lot of great supportive comments, but there's a lot of trash comments of people being like, well, they isn't grammatically correct as a singular pronoun. And he says, actually, I found that they has been used as a singular pronoun for centuries. And the earliest examples include Geoffrey Chaucer poems from the 1340s. It's actually been used longer than singular you. It does make sense if you think about it. Say you found someone's phone at the pub and went to give it to the bartender. You'd say something like, someone left their mobile. I'll hand it over in case they come back for it. Wouldn't you? Yeah, absolutely. It, uh, case in point, thee and thou, right? Nobody ever used to say you or your. Um, so uh, thee and thou are just different forms of they. But yeah, it's, it's, he's doing all the right stuff. And as somebody who, who, who knows non-binary folks, it's okay if you get it wrong occasionally, as long as you're trying. Yeah. They much, they much appreciate you trying rather than, you know, being hugely apologetic every time you get it wrong. And as, as my friend on Twitter says, if you can gladly accept a Pokemon's name change when they evolve, then you can definitely accept someone's pronouns when they ask you to change them. Yeah, I this last summer I went to an LGBT seminar for teachers and they had a panel of students, like older students, former students. And one of the things one of them said is if you accidentally misgender a student, just apologize once and move on. Like make an effort. Don't apologize every time you see them because that just brings up more feelings of dysmorphia every single time you apologize mm -hmm. so just apologize mean it and then do better next time yeah and you know i've had conversations with my non-binary friends and they've after we've had a conversation they'll text and say thank you for correcting yourself i did notice and i appreciate it and you know it's it's a really little thing that honestly shouldn't be that big a deal just respect other people's pronouns guys it's not hard. Yeah, and it does it does take some adjusting. It does. You do have to rewire your brain. Yeah, but like practice and practice when they're not there as yes, well. Absolutely. So if you're talking about them to someone else, then, you know, make sure that you are not misgendering them and mm -hmm. that way when you're with them, then it's not it's less likely that you will slip up. Yeah. There's also a good book. I looked this up last time. It's uh, which is now buried because last time I looked it up, Amazon was like, So we hear you like witchcraft. <laughs> Please recommend me witchcraft books. I want to learn how to control owls. Yeah. <laughs> yes. This is all green witch stuff, but yeah, uh, a quick and easy guide to they, them pronouns. And it's a comic, and so it's a very good illustration. It's written by a comic and a non-binary author, and it is very good. And if you're looking for some comedy, read the reviews. It has five-star reviews, but some people are like, this is bad. No, this is it makes me feel bad for misgendering people. <laughs> yeah. Like, honestly, grow up. Jeez. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. So support the non-binary folks in your life by respecting their pronouns and being a good person. Like Uncle Red. What would Uncle Red do? Yes. He would <laughs> do some research, try his very best, and, you know, support, love, and respect that person. I just love how he's like, I don't understand at all. And then bigots come out in the comments and he's like, actually, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> and that's like, that's the most Northern thing ever is like, if, if a Northerner has an opinion on something and other Northerners are in the pub trying to call them out on it, they will just absolutely 100% shut you down. And they won't do it rudely. They'll do it very politely, but with a very firm tone of voice. <laughs> You don't feel disrespected or violated, but you do feel like you've been told off. <laughs> yeah, it, there's someone in the comments whose username, it was deleted, but it, their username was something like uh, Left Coast Investor, 
or something like that and is like you're facilitating this child's mental illness blah 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 and uncle red just says good thing i don't respect the opinions of property hoarders <laughs> uh uncle red i wish i wish uncle red was my uncle i have lots of great uncles but um uncle red will you adopt me yes Please. I need your sound northern wisdom and strong <laughs> advice. Call me. Uh, another comment says, uh, I'm not even going to try and have a discussion with someone who can't distinguish gender and sexuality. <laughs> <laughs> I like the shade of not putting a period on the end of of your shorter comments because it's like, I can't be bothered it's to like, even I'm not respect even... you with punctuation right now. <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh... <sighs> God bless Uncle Red. I want I want a t-shirt that says, what would Uncle Red do? Yes. I'm, I'm going to get it tattooed on my knuckles, actually. <laughs> it would w spell w word as well. <laughs> word. Oh, is that because <sighs> you're an English teacher? No, let me tell you the story of Uncle Red. <laughs> let me tell you about the story of this Mancunian I found on the internet who was supposed to stop binary niblet. Nibbling. 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 I did that same thing last week. <laughs> it's an awk, odd word. I don't necessarily like the way it feels. It, it doesn't roll off the tongue very well, but um, yeah, it, it is the only word we have right now. <laughs> I'm sure we'll get a better one eventually. Let's do uh, an Ask Uncle Red um, agony on column. We'll just get Uncle Red's advice on everything that bothers us in our lives. It would put us out of business, but I would be happy for that. So that Uncle Red could share his wisdom. He needs a platform. Yes. He does. We should see if we can get him on the pod. Oh, yes. I would lose my mind. I'll call literally everybody I know in the north of England, which is <laughs> 50 people probably, to see if they know Uncle Red. He seems also like he would be down for a podcast. He would 100% be down and it would be great. Yes. Maybe I'll DM him, see what happens. My accent would get worse and worse progressively the longer I talk to him. <laughs> It was just very instantaneous once you started reading the book. There's nothing you can do about it. When someone uses out in a sentence, you can't... Oh, out wrong here. Like, you can't say that in, like, RP English. It just sounds stupid. Yeah, because I tried to say, if I get it out wrong here, like... And I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Hang on, maybe I won't read this. <laughs> That's not how you use that kind of out in a sentence. It's not as immersive as if you read it. Yeah. Mm. Oh, good times. Good times. Of your dead donkey. Well, uh, where can we find you on the internet, Morgan? <laughs> I am at Morgan underscore Slay, where you can send me books about witchcraft. Yes. You can find our podcast at our, the letter U, the word, serious pod on Twitter as well. If you want to email us, books about witchcraft or lasagna recipes you can email us at r the letter u the word serious pod at gmail.com please always on your recipes oh yes yes and where can they find you uh you can find me on twitter at esme underscore c underscore nose as in knows lots of things you can find us on the facebook as uncle red would say at uh, the letter r slash the letter u serious podcast come and uh talk about your cool uncle stories and yeah. the terrible things you did while smashed off your face on white claws <laughs> yeah he does say they rang me on the facetime the facetime <laughs> Yes, please help me live vicariously through your better, your families, which are undoubtedly better than mine. Or, or you can debate that with Morgan on any forum that you wish. Yeah. You can, yeah, you can also tell me why your, your family's worse than mine. I will accept that as well. Um.